0: Hello and welcome. It's that time of the week. Again, it's time for the English Premier League podcast b- brought to you by Hollywood Bits. I'm Chad Nagel, and joining me today we have Desh Patab. Hi guys.
1: Hi Chad. How are you doing today? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm <laughs> looking uh I'm licking my lips at the the prospect of another Everton win if I do say so myself. <laughs> well, Desh, it is a fabulous February uh, weekend
0: of football. Um, lots to discuss. Uh, some cracking matches in the English Premier League taking place. Of course, it's the uh, that uh, London derby between Tottenham and Chelsea, which is the most eye-catching fixture in the Premier League. But we also have to uh, talk about the first trophy on offer mm. uh, between uh, Newcastle and Manchester United, that being the Carabao Cup at of course, the final being played at Wembley on Sunday.
1: Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I think uh, you know just before United go into that one, they do have a tricky test against Barcelona at, at home. So um, you know, I'm not sure if fatigue is going to play a bit of an issue for Ten Hag's men in that one. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I think it'll be it'll be a good matchup. You know, um, Xavi gave a lot of respect to United ahead of their fixture at the new Camp, and. um you know, you did sing a Marcus Rashford, as well, saying that he is one of the most lethal strikers in the world, in, in world football right now. And um, I think you showed it, eh? Yeah, you did.
0: Um, well, let's get straight into it. Like I said, you know, there's so much um, great football um, to be excited about this weekend. Uh, of course, we're we going to be talking about the, the London derby, as I just mentioned, with Tottenham and Chelsea, that Carabao Cup final Newcastle and Man United, and and if you're a fan of La Liga, there's a Madrid derby as well as Real host Atletico Madrid, and then also if you're a lover of local football, it's the big one. It's the Soweto derby, uh, Kaiser Chiefs versus Pirates uh, at FmB Stadium on Saturday. But we're gonna we're gonna talk about all things Premier League, the English Premier League, and um, let's just get straight into it because there are so many. Uh, fixtures lined up. Fulham, Fulham, kick off uh, the action against at home to Wolves on Friday.
1: Yeah, I think uh, you know I was very <coughs> pro Wolves just a few weeks ago. You know, under the new manager Julian Lopezi, they yeah. looked very strong. You know, uh, you're looking at that that performance against Liverpool um, and even previously against Man City as well. Obviously, they lost to the City, but they absolutely hammered Liverpool and. Was their way in which that went? They went about doing that their business. You know, you had um, Morgan Kilman and uh, Craig Dawson uh, knocking it around the park like it was nothing. So um, you know, they followed that up with their loss in their previous one at home. Um, and you know, I, I didn't see that coming. So um, they they are on their travels to to uh, Craven Cottage this weekend um, to against the Fulham side uh,
0: competing for a European spot,
1: arguably. Oh, I I actually thought that they were gonna start to fizzle out, you know, but yeah. um but they've proved me wrong, you know, excellent manager and um Marcus Silva, you know, a big fan of his work um during during his time at Everton, but also at Fulham now. Yeah uh, and at Watford, you know. He has um he has he's lived his like you can say his mark on those clubs. Yeah. And uh, I can definitely see um that that blueprint um and and Fulham, you know they play some some really strong football you know and some really um physical plays you know you're looking at your muchvices Paulinias. um i think uh i think from from front to back they can they can um say that they are a premier league outfit you know and they yeah. they do stand up and 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 are counted um you know, I was very shocked to see them walk away with the three points. Against um, against Brighton last yeah. time on. I was I was very shocked. Yeah, um, obviously that was a big one. It a was huge. One. They had yeah. Brighton had twenty one shots in that game compared to Fulham's five. You know, so yeah. Um, credit to to Marcus Silva. You know, the, um, they they side of
0: prolific in front of goal. I mean, they but they they show that they are prepared to take their chances. Mm. that come their way. Mm. Was an yeah.
1: excellent finish as well yeah. from Manu Solomon and you just start to wonder was all the eggs going to be in one basket. You know, yeah. obviously, Mutrovic is the leading goalscorer scorer yeah. by some margin, but you they are getting those those wins with, without him finding the back of the net. And I think in the first parts of the season, he was the only one involved, you know, like, yeah. but now... Now um, everyone else is chipping exactly. in. Willie and
0: another player who's Exa- caught the eye. Exactly. He's been impressive as well. So this is a, a, a talented uh, Fulham side. It, it, this is... Probably, for me, this is the most competitive i i 've seen Fulham in a long time um, yeah, they are um, and you know what i 'm actually going to back them uh, at, at home to wolves I, I think wolves i I am impressed with uh, Julian Lopetegui. I, I do rate him as a manager. I do think wolves are just one te- one team that you just cannot write off. They have a lot of fight inside of them, and um, they have of course players like um, uh, Diego Costa stole. Uh, they've got, um, you know, uh, Portuguese midfielders playing uh, uh, midfielders who start for their national team for Portugal. Uh, so they've got, you know, they've got quality all over the pitch. I do think that they will make it difficult for Fulham, but I say Fulham get the one.
1: Okay. Um, you know, I, I, I think I'm going to go with the Wolves victory. Is it? Eh? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I was very, very heavy on Wolves and... Um, whilst the result didn't go their way against Bournemouth, they, I felt they were the better team yeah. on the day. And if you look at their previous trip away to to Southampton, they had unrelentless pressure till the very end. And finally, they had broken the deadlock. Well, not deadlock. They had, they had found the winner in the 87th min, uh, minute. So, you know, there's a lot of fights in that team. And I think they, they're going to have Fulham's number in this one. Wow. Sure. Both teams to score, though. Look,
0: both teams to score, I was just going to say. I think if probably the safest bet and you'd probably get some decent uh, uh, odds on on both teams scoring. And I I do think we'll see that. Um, You know, of course, Wolves wouldn't surprise me at all if they go and win because, I, you know, I I really do rate them. But I just think Fulham, the way they've been playing right now, they look consistent at home at Craven Cottage. Just the, the the quality of you know, like you mentioned, you know, it's not just Mitrovic who's a standout. There's you know, everyone's coming to the party now. So, yeah, I think we'll be in for a good game, regardless. Though,
1: yeah, definitely for, as a neutral perspective.
0: Well, the next game uh also a very good one to watch. It's your team. It's mm-hmm. it's Everton who host Aston Villa. Um, I've I've been really impressed with Sean Dash. You know, I felt that they, they were. You know, k- kind of unlucky against um, against Leeds, yeah. but I, it's still hard to forget what they did against Liverpool.
1: Mm. Um, you know, I, I've always you mean against us? Uh, uh, sorry, against uh, against, against, our, against Liverpool. Yeah, Liverpool. Had, we yeah. had come on yeah, the loss. Um, yeah.
0: Look, Sean Dyche is a good manager. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good manager, and we've been saying it on the podcast that he's going to um, play. Uh, a, a brand of football that's probably not popular. Mm. That's not going to be, he, he may not be liked for the way he plays his football matches, but he's going to get results. Mm. And you were saying, was it last week, Dash? You were saying that how you you just can't see Everton going down this season. Yeah. Like,
1: especially, you know, it's because, because of that's of down his, to the manager. Yeah. It's because the players, there hasn't been many, uh, many movements, you know, between um, the two windows. Um, From last, obviously, last window, uh, last season, uh, till now, because there was, um, yeah, there was two winners for the club to act. You know, get rid of some players, bring in some players, and it's more or less the same squad, barring a few changes here and there. But if you look at the midfield, they they've been there since Ancelotti, you know, and um, a whole manager has come in between uh, them now. So um, it's very much the same band of players or squad, but it is a managerial changes, and I think um, we've got a bit of a Specialist, you know, in Sean yeah. Dyke about like survival. Yeah. So, um, at home to uh, Aston Villa side who put up quite a impressive fight against yeah. Arsenal. Yeah. It's that one. Unai Una I yeah. mean, we're
0: talking about managers. This is probably going to be a good tactical battle between yeah. uh, Sean Dyche and Una Emre, who I also rate. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I think Emre would be the one with the tactics. I think Dyke will just be the one to, to defend and maybe well, get that's them on of the, the. That's part of his <laughs> yeah. uh, charm, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think his the only thing that I really have seen Everton. Um, do a lot more of his, his fouls, you know, like yeah. The you last did mention trip. this on the last yeah. Podcast. They have they, actually um been nine yellow cards since sure. since Dyke has taken over in the three league fixtures. Nine yellows. It's clear to say, there's more passion, more aggression. Mm. Yeah. I I also think that the home form is going to be very important. That's why I am going to stick with an Everton win in this one. Yeah. Um. You know, as you know,
0: wind draw uh, is four to ten, uh, a double oh, chance, or or, probably, or yeah. do you do you want to just not play it safe and you just want to go straight on
1: um, Everton 33-20. to 20. I think you, may, you might have just turned my head with a windrow because, you know, you never would write off Aston Villa. They're looking so unpredictable yeah. at the moment. As you said, they, they put up some fight yeah. against they, Arsenal. They
0: pushed them all the way. Yeah. yeah.
1: And, um, you know, like Emery is out to prove a point. Um, you know, Villa, quite an ambitious club. You know with their signings. You know they retained the services of Philip Coutinho from his loan, made it permanent. You know he was on some monster wages, from what I, what I've been told. Um, you know that um, signed Danny Ings as well, just to make sure. You know it was uh, it was a bit of an older foot. Obviously he's moved on to West Ham now. Yeah. But just to <coughs> reinforce, you know, so they had this this foresight and those moves, like um, you know, Luca Dean as well, bringing like bringing him over from Everton. Um, you know it's it's such um the transition I, I think players they might have looked at clubs in and around uh the Premier League um, table you know are close to using Aston Villa as a benchmark and and chosen to move to Villa um, so I I think the club um they are very ambitious and the manager suits that you know I don't think Steven Gerrard was yeah. was uh, capable of maybe the tactical um like sort of side of the game. I think
0: that the only exciting thing that that it would have made for was probably just headlines had Steven Gerrard and Frank Lampard been there because of their long-time rivalry on the pitch. But I think this is uh, what we're seeing now with with Sean Dash up against uh, Unai Emre. I mean, Mm. these are two uh, well-established managers in the Premier League who have the know-how,
1: Yeah, you know? Mm i'm I'm looking forward to to the return of Calvert learn you know he's gonna be a big part in Everton's season. I don't think he's matched for this yet um you know and that's that's just my my concern. I'm not sure who's gonna lead the line for for Everton going forward. I know we have Neil mope yeah and uh I think there's a guy but who goes by the name of Sims. Um he is he does look like a bit of an aerial threat. Um, but you know, Mope is a very much different striker. Yeah. You know, he's somebody that'll play on the shoulder of the defenders. You know, you got Tyrone Mings over there and I think Ezri Konza. Those yeah. are two like very imposing centre backs. So I'm not sure if you needed that physical presence that maybe Calvert Learn brings to the to the squad, you know?
0: Yeah. Um it's uh, gonna be good.
1: That's yeah. for sure. I'm looking am looking forward to the uh, Sean Dyke's <laughs> you know, hmm. it was yeah. I'm just, I'm just, yeah, a bit concerned about the goals, though. You know, yeah. like with Seamus Coleman scored last time out. You know, like at the Leeds keeper he was a bit off his line, and Coleman probably, I'm sure, he went for goal, yeah. but he looked like he was going to whip in a cross, and yeah. he just went for the strike. It was a bit like Micon's effort. Yeah, um, you know, when he scored just at the byline. The yeah, exactly. Guard, yeah. So it was a stroke of brilliance. Um, you know, but yes, he's got some legs in him. He just doesn't stop running.
0: Yeah. Well, so many. So many great games to look forward to. I you know uh, we've been saying this like from the start now of the podcast. He has another one to uh, be glued on. It's Leicester City. Uh, we've kind of turned a corner before their their uh, meeting with Manchester United. United yeah. they, you know, they were comprehensively beaten. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that they'll want to put in a good uh, response. They'd want to bounce back from that. Problem is they face an Arsenal side who are looking to open up a five-point
1: lead over Manchester City. Mm-hmm. It is it's yo. I think Arsenal they could come out strong on this one. Yeah, but there have been some very impressive signs of late from Leicester. Yeah, um, you know I did actually watch the game against United where they they were and three 0 but I really don't think the scoreline was a true reflection of the game. That. That defeat was Leicester's thirteenth of the season, so you can say this has been a season-long yeah. issue and not not just started like yeah. you know this year.
0: But, but also, you know, Arsenal have been quite shaky in recent weeks. Mm. You know, prior to their uh, win against um, uh, Over Villa, they were what like winless in four. Yeah, yeah. Across so, all competitions competition. Yeah, so, yeah, so you know, Leicester have a better attack than Aston Villa, and they yeah. might be thinking, you know, we'll get, we can create more opportunities. Yeah. Um, they, you know what I love about Leicester? Regardless of how, how poor they've been this season, they are a side that really fancy themselves mm. against the, the opponents. Big, yeah, and the, they, the big clubs, actually. Particularly against the big, yeah. uh, the big sides like Manchester City, United. Yeah. And, I, and I know it didn't go well for them against United, but I do rate Brendan Rodgers. I do think that he can... You know, he, he'll analyse that game and he'll see where his side went wrong and he'll look to put in an improved performance. Problem is, though... It's not going to be easy against Arsenal because mm. that victory over Villa would have done like a wild of confidence yeah, for them. For
1: them, yeah, it would have been a huge, huge <coughs> confidence booster. Yeah, but I just want to touch on the the Leicester attack as you mentioned. Um, you know, Rodgers would have would have looked at their, their chances gone begging, you know, yeah. and would have been looking at the centre forwards and asking them, like, why aren't they converting? Because you know, obviously, if you just bringing Jamie Vardy buries. Just yeah. buries those, you know. And that's why he has sort of been with them for, for as long as he has. You know, yeah. he still is in the squad. I think he did have a run out and you you just you just back him to find find yeah. the
0: I think maybe they feel like you know because he's of age now. Yeah, that may, they have maybe to, he does but they have to mate, protect like him I said, a little bit. I watched him yeah. and he
1: just epitomizes a lone center forward that will will chase down everything, you know? Yeah. It was it was absolutely crazy. I know um Harvey Barnes he does he does also like have the same DNA, if I can, if I can say that. You know, he looks like he's someone who will chase down till the very end. He does epitomize that that Lester, you know, that that Fox's yeah. um, sort of caliber that you, you expect. Um he he actually had um a, a very good shot that was saved. Um or rather very he made a made the hair work, you know. So yeah. that was that was a there was a shot from him which was classified as a big chance missed. And Ian Nacho also missed a big chance. Obviously, De Gea was on the day, was un, unstoppable, in, impenetrable, yeah. and uh, I think he had a he had a huge part to play in in them walking Absolutely. away as three 0 winners.
0: Yeah. Well, Dash, let me ask you, what is your prediction? Do Listen. yeah, do do Leicester uh, ups, upset the Gunners?
1: Or? Yeah. Uh, or would you I, would I, you t- fancy the seven to ten on Arsenal? I think it's I think it's Arsenal. Eh? If I if I'm <laughs> Being honest, I, I and just and the both think teams to score a game, one hundred percent. Arsenal yeah. haven't kept a clean sheet across their previous five league outings. Yeah. You know, and if you look at yesterday, uh, the, um, excuse me, last last time out, like Villa found the back of the net like fairly easily. You know, so um, you know Watkins with a, with a strike. I think that was his fourth consecutive goal in the Premier League. So, so keep an eye out for Watkins is boiling over. Um, and if you look at Arsenal's um, attacking, like. I'm just not sure what's happening with Eddie Nketiah. You know, like, he, he, yeah. he was, he looked to be a seamless transition, you know, from, from Jesus to, to Nketiah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, across his previous three league outings, he's, he's, he's attempted 10 shots and none of them are on target. Yeah. You know, so.
0: I, I think you're, you're absolutely right, Al. And I think, unfortunately, for forwards, we see that quite often is when you miss a good chance Mm. Like your confidence takes such a huge knock. Yeah. And, and, you know, you kind of go through a phase where you just, nothing's going your way and you overthink the things that, n- mm. you know, like you normally wouldn't, like, yeah. you know, like an open space to turn and shoot or,
1: mm. or
0: like, I think maybe that's what's, what's happening. Uh, I think that the, the positive though, the one positive I'd say about Nkitia is he works really hard. Yeah. And, and, you know, he, he, he's really a team player. But you're right, it's a warning sign. He'll want to break his duck.
1: Um Jesus he's got these five, five games across all competitions without an attacking return. Yeah. I think As, it's just one of Those stats do well. yeah. Gosh, and you're right. You did mention Jesus. I think he is back yeah. at the end of the March. I, at the end of March, I think he's back in training. If I'm yeah. not mistaken. Um, I doubt he'll be matched for the next two game weeks. But, um, yeah. it's in, but you know, if here doesn't... has yeah, to take his chances. understand. Yeah. I think it's going to come this weekend, eh? Yeah. I think... Uh, I think you know the amount of goals the Foxes have conceded 41, yeah. 41 since the beginning of the season. So, only so you'll back
0: him. you back him to score maybe I anytime.
1: Think, I think anytime okay, scorer. That's one to look out for. I think. I think. Yeah, his odds must be <laughs> in the punters' yeah. uh, favour. This one.
0: <laughs> well, up next, uh, I'm sure we can go quite um, quick with this one. This is West Ham hosting a Nottingham Nottingham Forest side who have been quite poor on the road. Mm.
1: Um, straightforward for you, seven to ten. West Ham win. You know, it's not for me. It's not that straightforward. I actually think Forest keep a clean sheet. I think wow. Kalo Navas has been sensational. And if I look at their fixture last time out against Man City, Man pulled five saves, which went a long way in them earning a point. And you know they are climbing yeah. further and further away from the relegation zone. Would, As-
0: would you not? Sorry, do, like yeah, would, sure. would you not? Do you not see that they? Their best performances, though, have come at the at City home. Ground.
1: Yeah, definitely. You're. Um, I think their first win came like after ten games away. Yeah. You know, or like eight games or something. So I'm not saying they're going for a. Yeah. For a win, yeah. Uh,
0: you know, keeping a clean sheet. Uh, you know, against uh, West Ham. Sure. West
1: Ham. I can't see anybody scoring as well. You know, like they just don't look a threat. I'm not sure what is going to give first, but you know the way the way Navas is. Um, been playing i think he could single-handedly earn them a point in this one and um i think i think for me it's a goal destroy wow yeah
0: okay well i'm sure you'll get good odds <laughs> on that a goal destroy uh Dash says uh next up is um southampton side who just came off and I cannot even <laughs> find the words because I'm still in utter shock being a Chelsea supporter uh, but Southampton rock bottom Southampton and yeah. we stressed that last <laughs> rock bottom part, part we, said, we said rock bottom uh, Southampton who are playing uh, away from home yeah. they've just completed a league double over, over. Chelsea yeah. Yeah, this I is heard. I don't like them yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they are they are Visiting a Leeds United side who have been, you know, kind of
1: blowing hot and cold this season. Mm. Um, What's your take? Have they made um, their manager permanent? I'm not sure. I know he was interim. Yeah, I, I think it's R- Ruben. Le- uh, C- 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 yeah, or I, yeah it's, I, I think that might play a factor. You know, Leeds. I don't think anyone is linked to them. The last time I well, checked. Well,
0: no. Uh, who's been linked with? And, and design, and also um, the, the oh this guy from um, what's their coach? Jesse Marsh was formerly there, but yeah, uh, no, there was Bobby, another co- there, Garcia. Yeah, and there was another name I saw. I can't get his name. now but he he was. There's another 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 le- name being linked yeah. to the Leeds United job. I think <laughs> it's going to be hard though because of their style of play mm. um, that you know that Bialts has brought to the club. It's kind of. Yes, it was a little bit different with Jesse Marsh, but it's kind of still that attack um, game. So I think they're trying to find someone who can kind of take the club forward while still sticking to uh, the brand of football that they want to execute at Mm. the club. I
1: I believe uh, Javi Garcia has been appointed as the replacement to Jesse Marsh, but it's subject to a work permit. So I'm not sure if they're going to get that in time ahead of this one. You would
0: imagine it to get done, though.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I mean, look, they... It's, they failed yeah. in their previous fixture against Everton. They failed to register a shot on target, you know, so it it doesn't bode well for them. They need to get someone in there like very soon. You know, the games are coming thick and fast and um
0: like they need a, a new manager bounce.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's actually true. Yeah. Uh you know they 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 have shown some some good signs this season. Um you know if uh, if you look at that United game just like a fortnight ago, um they they did have have United's number for, for certain parts in the game. eh? Yeah. Um. You look at Nanto opener scoring, and the the forward uh, Patrick Bamford. You know, he's he's back in the squad, so I, I'm excited to see if if the new manager can sort of have a touch them and see what can come out of uh, of that forward. You know, he, I think he missed majority of last season, if not the whole season, um, last year. So um, uh, personally, I'm happy to see uh. See him back in in that in that squad and linking up with very much new players in and around him. You know, you look at Weston McKenney, You know what if he starts putting those yeah. those balls and starts finding um, finding Bamford? You know, he does need a bit of supply with Rafinha on his uh, move to Barca. And uh, you look at Calvin Phillips. You know, they yeah. they have been losing some key key yeah. players for them and bit of their been. identity yeah. as well. You know, and Bielsa. Also. that's true
0: that's true and, and, and you know sometimes we hard on the manager but you know they did lose two key players mm. you know like massive players in
1: Rafinha well, and Phillips but also know. Bamford as well you yeah, know, Bamford, Bamford through but, injury but he
0: is injury prone that guy he's so frustrating <laughs> because he's such a good forward yeah. always amongst the goals but you know just I, can never go through a, a, like a long enough period where he just stays fit mm. um What's your prediction, Dish? Uh, Southampton, obviously high in confidence following that win over Chelsea. That, we know, does a world of difference to, uh, you know... <laughs> to for, clubs, yeah. yeah to, to clubs at the bottom who are trying to find anything to inspire them to uh, to avoid the drop.
1: Yeah. Look, majority of their points have come away from from home this season. So, I don't want to say that I was surprised. You know, like, they for them to, to beat Chelsea away like you know that's 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 huge you know yeah um but statistically a lot of their points 12 of 18 have come on the travels 12 of 18 so it it just tells you that away from home they back themselves it's on home soil that i think it is the achilles i'm gonna go for us at hampton when okay, away from home this to 10. yeah okay that's, that, that's, that's some
0: fun. decent value um there's surely we can go through this one very quickly <laughs> it's manchester city taking on yeah,
1: <laughs> you think it's? I think it's the league's highest scoring <laughs> team against the the league's weakest defense. I think it tells you like, is, is this
0: a bloodbath waiting to happen? Oh let me just let me just come out and say, City win and over two and a half
1: goals at seven to ten, yeah, easy uh, money. I think, shall we say, banker, banker, definitely, uh, <laughs> proven fan confidence, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> students learn
0: confidence. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> so man, City. Okay, that. Man City to win uh, and over two and a half goals at seven to ten. That's one to including all your uh, multiples, and then we move on to uh, the final game uh, on Saturday. Um, it sees Liverpool take on Crystal Palace. Liverpool mm. obviously still hurting from that, um, can I say, embarrassing or humiliating defeat at home cool. to uh, Real Madrid in the Champions League, having been tunnel up. Um, what, what are we seeing happening at Liverpool? Like, I I don't know if you've been on social, well, you've obviously been on social media. Klopp out was trending. Was, yeah. um, and, you know, and I I just clicked on it and I was just seeing like s- so many Liverpool fans come out saying, you know, what, uh, Klopp, I love Klopp. I've always had his back, and, yeah. but it's time to, to leave. And so unfortunately for him, many of the diehards of, who have loved idolized Klopp Mm. I've I've now said we've had enough it's it's time for change what's your thoughts on that
1: I don't think he goes I think he he's earned like more than enough prestige and um and and you know he has the uh, the, the records to prove it you know he okay. yeah
0: sorry let me just ask you this so we've analyzed Chelsea Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've spoken about you know a rebuild,
1: depth, new yeah. owners, yeah.
0: Uh, new uh, like new ownership coming in, uh, change with manager, change with players. That's a full rebuild. Liverpool aren't in that position, right? It's really continuity of what they've currently had and been been a success for the longest time now, especially in recent seasons. So what is the difference? Like what 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 is happening there? Why are the team like so? Out of their depth, it looks it, it looks inc- like incredibly, increasingly likely that they are not going to be in Champions League next season. Mm,
1: you're absolutely right. That that will be shocking for the club. Possibly um, the reason why he gets the sack. Although I don't think that'll happen. Yeah, you know he is. I think they've under his his time. I think they've been in three Champions League finals. Um, you know, those Spurs and two Real Madrid, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So. That just like, it tells you the, the, the level at which they have operated at for a very long time. Yeah. And that's why I think that he still is the man for the job. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm a bit, I'm not saying they're going to go to, to Real Madrid, to Swain and drop a clinical, you know, but the difference is only three goals. Please don't, please don't tell me that <laughs> this tie is alive. Please don't do this to us, Dish. Look, I was saying, is there, if anybody can do it, it's them. If any, Maybe not the squad.
0: No, do you know what? There's truth to what you're saying, as ridiculous as it sounds. They, Liverpool is one club in Europe. You do, you, not never, write, you do not write off. However, it's they it's played the, at European Anfield. Royalty. They played if at it, Anfield. And normally if the game was at, like the second leg was at Anfield, then you'd be like, okay, Anfield's going to be rocking. There's something, yeah. And then also they are playing... They, you, as much as we're saying current rights of Liverpool <laughs> in the, Europe, they are, are they are playing up. against the European kings. Yeah, That's, you know? that's
1: just serial. So serial I, winners, I, I just, I don't think, yeah, look, Desh, sorry to break it to you, but that tie is Chat, over. <laughs> whoever gets a first goal, let's say there's a first goal, opening 10 minutes, what do you think? No, I you still I, think.
0: No, Madrid are, you. <laughs> Madrid are just,
1: they've got so much experience. They, they,
0: they're, mm-hmm. they're the current uh, uh, champions of, the world, yeah, they are the
1: club has written them off. I I think in this post-match conference, yeah, I think you said it's over. No, it is over. It's, it's over. <laughs> I don't think it's that emphatic. It's I I still
0: I, I think it's it's over. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but this is uh, this is over. This is okay. Okay, cool. let's okay let's analyze Crystal <laughs> <it's> but- <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, this is not a uh, for those of you listening. Uh, forgive us. This is not a Liverpool versus Real Madrid. Uh, Second match uh, preview, second leg preview in the Champions League. But this is actually Liverpool versus Crystal Palace at Salhouse Park. Uh, Palace have been incredibly unlu- unlucky uh, mm-hmm. of late.
1: Um, can they do something at Chris <laughs> <laughs> um, Look, I, I'm not, I doubt it. Yeah, I have, I have my doubts. I think the way Liverpool is playing here, they did concede five. They yeah. did, but it's against, and quality. also look,
0: Liverpool have an excellent record against Palace, and I yeah. think lately to uh, recently yeah. to a
1: seven-all victory. Yeah, um, I'm I'm going for a Liverpool win. Yeah, I think I think Palace. Um, no disrespect to them, but I think the what from what I've seen from from Liverpool in recent weeks, um, you know they were 2 0 up. You know again yeah. in in midweek in the Champions League fixture and. And they also um, they did start poorly against Newcastle, but they did finish finish that, that game. As
0: that that game, the Newcastle game, but that wasn't a true. The scoreline didn't tell the true story of the game, in my opinion. Yeah, I thought I thought Newcastle, you know, uh, unlucky as well.
1: Mm. Well, look, they're coming, they're coming off the into this one off the back of two of back to back two 0 victories. So I, I can see I'm gonna I'm gonna say another two 0 victories on the cards. Yeah. So the Reds
0: at 7
1: to 10. Yeah. And I want to include in all multiples. Uh, I'll
0: leave it to you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we're going to go to Sunday now. And this is the biggest game. And I'm going to sound, I'm going to probably upset some of you, those who support Chelsea. But uh, is it fair to say that the, the ultimate banker in the Premier League games this weekend comes from
1: this biggest game. Are you saying... uh, I'm saying Tottenham. Tottenham. (laughs) Yeah. And and without
0: even being funny, I mean, Chelsea give you nothing to be confident about. In fact, they build you up to let you down. I think they've done incredibly well off the pitch, but it's on the pitch that makes the big difference. There's no doubt that, you know, this club have a lot of uh, ambition with some owners who are really invested Mm. Uh, into the club and are, are going to do everything in their power to put make Chelsea great again. I love that, but right now, do they give you any confidence? Like, if they cannot beat rock bottom Southampton at, on their home patch, yeah. then then this is this is going to be very difficult. It could be it could be a very difficult afternoon for Tottenham. I think if they score early, it could be like a, a bad score.
1: So so. With the with the Chelsea defeat to Southampton, yeah, there's no hiding that a league double, you know, is yeah. is. I mean, Southampton, Southampton did a league double yeah, over. I mean, that's, yeah. that's that's just incredible, shameful, honestly. Yeah, it is because you you must know you are you are you are less than on both occasions. Yeah, you know, at home against hand, the team and, and against the
0: league's worst team you know, this season. Gosh, they, they were
1: really they were, you know, ahead of that fixture. They were yeah, as you said, rock bottom. Yeah, you know, I think it was even managerless Yeah. Um, and yeah, Crazy. they had no no right, especially from a spirited performance. You know, I was here last week and I was yeah. very pro Chelsea. Yeah. I thought from what I'd seen in Dortmund,
0: I, I did as well. And now what I've learned, yeah. but there's lessons to learn from that. I think that like if one they game cannot at a be, time, eh? yeah, and I think that it's 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 important not to get carried away. Hmm. And, and you know, I was saying this a couple of weeks to Chelsea supporters. I'm obviously a diehard Chelsea supporter. And I am telling you, Chelsea supporters out there, um, the future is bright. Make no mistake about that. You are going to get success in the long run. Right now, this season, it's going to be a very hard watch. Okay. It's going to be incredibly yeah. difficult. It's going to be frustrating as hell. And I think even... Graham Potter who has the full backing of the Chelsea board. As long as results like this continue, and if there's a heavy defeat in a London derby, the noise is going to get louder. Mm-hmm. And I think even the the, the managers, I mean the, the the owners who are committed to to uh, seeing Graham Potter. Uh, fulfill his long-term plan and they believe he's the, the man to carry the club forward, I think eventually, even them, if it continues, they're going to the be the ones who'll be like, you know what, maybe we got it wrong here. Maybe mm. he's not the guy. Uh, so, I, of course, uh, I've always had Potters back, but it was difficult to back him after that Southampton game.
1: Mm. So, I know, um, again, like maybe two weeks ago, I, I, I said that the European um, run... Would be will will be what saves him, you know, in the end. Like I said, I don't think they'll finish a low tenth. They will stay in the top half of the table. Yeah. But I think what he does in Europe plays a big part in him um, staying as Chelsea And we
0: manager. run nil and and, and down to Dortmund. Yeah, they, yeah. I mean,
1: they'd have to score a minimum of two goals.
0: It's not impossible, but like, does it look likely right now, at, at it, the uh, moment? It's, you know, like you're saying, you have to take it um, week one week at a time. Mm.
1: Um. Look, I still, I still think that Spurs they, win this. Surely. They, oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Um. You know, if you look at S- Spurs, have, you know, their home form is 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 it's starting to, to become like um, yeah. I don't want to say a fortress, but you know, if there's a handsome victory um uh, this weekend, it's then yeah, I, I could say yeah, I could, yeah. I could be. I, uh, yeah, it could be uh, turning into a bit of a fortress. Am
0: I being oh, too critical or, or, or maybe too harsh? Or would you agree with my statement that the the most the the, the banker
1: of bankers in the, the Premier Tottenham. League this week uh, yeah. comes from this big game? Yeah, um, look, Tot- Tottenham have won six of their previous seven home Premier League London derbies, so it tells you that yeah. that's they, they, no... You,
0: you know what's strange, though, is Chelsea actually have a good record at yeah. the Tottenham Hotspur State. so uh, They've, they've performed, see. but so... Perhaps, you know, it, it,
1: yeah, that's ends yeah. this weekend, you know. Pressure um, on Potter, though. Yeah, and, and, but not only... Um, well, that is a factor, but also, again, what is happening in the Tottenham Hotspur camp. You know, last week, 2-0 victory over West Ham. That would have been a huge confidence booster for them. Fraser Forster, obviously, is keeping a clean sheet. It was his first in the league. Um, and his second this year, so you know he he does look like he could be um, a force to be reckoned with. You know, if somebody does get the break on the the Spurs defense, um, you know he could be on hand to to perhaps give them that that sort of um, last line of defense. Um, there's also Christian Romero as in back. So Spurs, um, you know, Son got on the score sheet as well. He um, came off the bench. Um, Kuliszewski played well. He looked sharp. He gave Vrishalos in a few minutes. So, Salini, he has been getting some impressive results. But also, I must mention the squad. You know, they they have been like... There's new faces, but they're playing well together. And if you look at um, Chelsea, like with all their new faces, they don't seem to be gelling as well.
0: Well, you know what? That, they are going to need time for that because we can sometimes make the mistake of seeing and look, clear, they are better than that. They should mm. be performing better. But I think there are so many new players. There's there's a lot in this team. It's it's a new look Chelsea team. And what what's difficult also is they scattered from all over. You've got one guy coming from the Portuguese League, one from the Ukrainian league, one from the French league. Yeah, it's it, all over know, the it's, nationalities. it's like all over. Yeah. You know, you gotta you you are gonna need time. Mm. Um, and, and some
1: English prospects as well in the yeah. mix there.
0: So look it's it, uh,
1: This is a game that I think Tottenham... What, what's your take on Raheem Sterling? Does he, I believe he's back in the match to his squad.
0: I, I do believe that he um, made a difference when he came on. Mm. Uh, he looked lively uh, he, uh, against Southampton. I, I thought he was quite good. Um, I'd like to see him playing from the start.
1: I mm. think... Does, I, does he potentially start this one having having come off the bench? You said he looked lively. Well, I th- I, th- I think it's depends on the shape whether it's going to be a
0: four-two-three-one, 2 three, one, yeah then maybe he doesn't start uh, maybe a four-three-three, three, he might start uh, uh Graham Potter's like Ziyech which is quite strange I, I like mate like don't don't get me wrong I love Ziyech Zeke. Ziek's a top player but this is a guy you're prepared to sell and now he's starting ahead of the likes of Mason Mountain it's just mm. it's crazy what's going on like with Potter like some of his like he, he's he's tr- decisions and mm. um, you just wonder, like you know, like what's he thinking? Like yeah, he the did, he played, he
1: played a full ninety in the Champions League, so yeah, that tells you. in, in first leg, which is, I would say, very important. You know, you want to take a first, uh, uh, f- draw first blood there and yeah. take some advantage out of the all important second tie. Yeah. Um. Do you think maybe Rassieak for this one and goes with Sterling I, or? Yeah,
0: I, I think I, I would go with Sterling. I think it's gonna be, yeah, it's just it's gonna be difficult. But for now, Chelsea, um, there's there's some. Long-term injuries that are now back. Like uh, mm. you think of uh, um, Wesley Fofana, who's back now. Mm. Uh, he's available. N'Golo Kante is close to returning. And he's going to uh, pledge his future to Chelsea and sign a long-term deal. So that's good news. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, we want to see something good happen on the pitch. Yeah. Right now with Chelsea, there's too many good things happening off the pitch. Right mm. now, Chelsea fans want uh, they want results. And so does Todd Bowley and Graham Potter. If you lose by a big score line, the lighting could be on the wall.
1: Really, yeah. One come Monday, make the headlines, on Monday morning. I mean, look,
0: it's it's not what they want to do, and every they they, they continue to come out and say uh, that they and make it known that they're backing Potter. But I think, do you think that's... I, I just feel not, like it could change? Yeah. It could change if they see because you know with with the new ownership, they valued the opinion the the opinions of the supporters, and mm. uh, and so you know if as as the, louder it gets it's going to be difficult to still stick to with parts in charge
1: Chad I want to ask you why why is Chelsea not not scoring goals because I you know I look at the numbers and yeah. their shots have been like off the charts you know it's been it's, yeah. it's astounding at how many shots they take and and the conversion rate you know they've only scored four goals across their eight league fixtures this year
0: yeah why I, I think it's it's there's a a clear uh, problem yeah. that 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 we have i think we lack a goal scorer you look at you know we were talking about um uh, we talking about um gabriel jesus you know yeah. that we look at spurs they have harry kane uh, all the top sides uh, uh you think of um rashford performing at manchester united you've got uh, at at, at what- um
1: But Chelsea haven't played with an iconic number nine for some time now. And this is the reason they
0: haven't been league champions. Because the last time they were league champions, they had a number nine. Was
1: it Costa? Diego Costa, yeah.
0: So, look, it's difficult to go and get a number nine. Because there aren't many available. And, like, Haaland was the last big one. And everyone wanted him. Mm. Uh, So, I, I just think... Chelsea, it's clear, they need a striker. Um, they, they brought in uh, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, but he was more Tuchel's um, uh, yeah, guy signing, signing yeah. than, than it was for Graham Potter. So I think, and, and it looks like he's on his way out of the club anyway. This is most definitely his last season, first and last season at Chelsea. Yeah. Um, so I think also you, we, need a, uh, we lack a world-class striker and goal scorer, but I think also confidence is low. Mm. In the whole squad. And I think when confidence is low. Um, and also luck is, isn't going your way. Yeah. Uh, you're hitting the crossbar. You're like you just like inches offside. Um, like you know there's there's a lot of things not going their way. Harvard is a very good player. But just not a good striker. He's not a striker. Yeah. Uh, so I think the sooner you get a goal scorer. Um, or someone like Christopher Nkunku coming in the summer. I think things are going to improve. Do you think Raheem Sterling could perhaps fool that void just until... He, you know, you he could, he's done it before, he's done it at Liverpool, he's done it at City for a period, mm. like, yeah. you know, maybe he is an, uh, some, uh, an, an option where Graham Potter might have to have a look at, or he might have to even swallow his pride and throw a bummy and r- just straight back put into him, the put team. Put into the team, eh? Yeah.
1: I think they, they've got a, um, if I look at Felix, yeah. Mount and Havertz. Yeah see a lot of similarities amongst those three. Yeah, they I are they're very say, yeah. I'd say they do the same thing. They offer they, the same and
0: they are creative players. They are create, but they need a striker that's going to convert the chances feed. that they create. Yeah. Um I think Chelsea missed Brozia. Uh he's yeah, just about a very very good striker. Yeah. And I think uh, un- it's unfortunate that he's been uh, injured. But I think, you know, Desh with Christopher and Kunku set to come in in, in the summer he 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 would be, and and perhaps also another striker that the club are looking at. Possibly, Ivan Tony is one of the names I've seen mm-hmm. uh, linked. Yeah. Uh, so you know that could be that could be a difference. You know, yeah. next season. But like I say, this season, Chelsea fans, you just have to kind of <laughs> just just roll with it. Okay. It's going to be hard. I want
1: to to talk to you just before you wrap up here. On on um, from what I've seen from clubs that play without. A out and out number nine. They usually operate a three-four-three. Three. And I know in Charles's case, their front three would be almost a diamond. You know, with Havertz being the, the the tip of the sword, and then maybe Felix and Mount behind or yeah. something like that. Do you think like if you had to predict the lineup? Yeah,
0: so they so Graham Potts has mainly played two uh formations. Uh he's played a four-three three and he's played a four-two-three one. Okay. Uh lately, since Felix has been back in uh uh, available from suspension. He's played a four two three one with uh Felix as that like centre three. Yeah, the middle. Yeah. yeah. So he's he's played behind, behind. and um Mikhailo Mudrik has played on the left. Uh has, has spearheaded the yeah. attack. And um, on the right has been Nani Maduweka and um Raheem Stalin Sterling could come in. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it just looks like such a gamble. Like how could you predict yeah, it, the but, but, that, or the, but but also the squad is so big. Yeah. It's, it's a big squad and there has to be a clear out in the summer.
1: Do you think the opposition defines the Chelsea 11 on the day? Do you think he maybe switches this up? For yeah,
0: I, I do. I think he made some shocking calls. And I think he saw, uh, Graham Potter saw Southampton's low position and went bonkers. Uh, mm. to, he dropped um, uh, Thiago Silva, like, you know, mm. and... and And certain players in their squad that, you know, it was just crazy. Like, you're not in a position to do that, Mm. you know. So, I think, I I, I actually think we'll see a strong, he'll field out a strong side. And I think, Mm. um,
1: yeah, Yeah. let's just Do you think Harry Kane gets on the score sheets? Absolutely. Absolutely. He might even get, you might get a a couple, yeah. Do you think so? Yeah. I I hope
0: not, obviously. But Mm. I just think that uh,
1: Kane... For some reason, I I think um, I'm going to go for a corner over here. I just... If I look at the height difference, Kepa um, to to Harry Kane, obviously you're going to have a few big Premier League defenders in between there. Yep. But is Benoit but is she, can he can he contain someone like Kane? I'm, I'm sure. Cal I think is as, in the
0: aerial aerial threat wise, yeah, I he's think so. A, I actually think he's a better fit than um, uh, mm. than. Um, Koulibaly, yeah. who struggled yeah. the season. So Sweet. we've actually looked a lot better. Yeah, I think with, we've seen the strongest I, Chelsea defence. And I think with Thiago Silva playing alongside, like, like last week against Southampton, he, uh, Potter brought back Buddy Achille. yeah, But Buddy Achille wasn't playing with his preferred partner, Thiago Silva, which was... You know, um, it was...
1: Um, How do you feel about the the kovacic Fernandez pairing?
0: I, to be honest with you, Kovacic is a top player, but I'm just... Right now, I have my eyes on Ngolo Kanté coming back, and when he comes back, him and Enzo is what I'm more interested to see. But I rate Kavasic. I think if you're going to play a four-three-three, Kavasic is in that midfield. But if you're playing a four-two-three-one, the double pivot has to be Enzo and Kanté. And Kanté for sure.
1: What's uh, any any updates for the for the Kanté?
0: For Kanté, yeah. he's back in training, so I think uh, we see him this weekend. I don't think. It might be too soon for him. But uh, let's just wait out for... Uh, look out for Potter's, uh press conference. Mm. One more game to discuss, Desh. It's the Carabao Cup final. It's the first domestic final of the season. It's a trip to Wendley for these two proud English clubs, mm. uh, Manchester United and Newcastle United. Um, it's first trophy on offer. Uh, two top sides, Manchester United will probably be favourites um, and will probably be confident given the way they've played, especially with Marcus Rashford in the form of his life. Uh, but Newcastle, under Eddie Howe, have shown that they are prepared to punch above their weight and get it done.
1: Mm. I, I think that the goalkeeping scenario, you know, in Newcastle... Yeah. Pope,
0: what was he thinking?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm not really sure. I can't really, really tell you. Um, I did see him do that a few times. I think that was his third time where he ran out is that it? far. Yeah. Sure. He didn't opening stages of the game. He got the second time he got lucky. The first, I think he meant it, but he even the commentator, I think it might have been uh Martin Tyler, uh yeah or, or rather Andy Townsend, he he said, What is Nick Pope doing? You know, he's so yeah. far out, he was like almost by the halfway line chat. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. crazy. Like there was no need. Okay,
0: yes here's, here's here's something that's quite interesting. Yeah. So apparently the second choice goalkeeper for Newcastle is Cup tied Yeah. And brother, I don't know if yeah. you I don't know if you know who is who is yeah. set to come in between <laughs> I, the polls. Yeah, it's actually l- it's carrier. <laughs> yeah. And we all remember the last time he played in a cup final. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> so yeah, this is a big a game. Look, th- this could be a chance for him to kind of right his wrongs is their fourth choice Newcastle
1: keeper? Is <laughs> it, or do they just not have anybody else? It's gonna be carriers. It's gonna be carriers, and, uh, right? and they're gonna hope he carries them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you think he, he, like he has uh, something in him to say otherwise? Look, to be
0: honest with you, I, I'm hoping he does because he will be remembered for his shocking performance uh, against Real Madrid, mm. and. He, Prior to that, he wasn't that bad of a goalkeeper. Whenever he was called upon, yeah. And I think it's just unfortunate um, that he had such a bad game. The stage was too big. I think it's an opportunity. I think what it, like it could be written in the stars for him. You know, like you yeah. have a uh, Pope suspended, uh, the second choice goalkeeper cup tied, and now Caris, this is your chance to to um, to come in and 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 inspire your side to with a world-class performance yeah. to uh, a, a memorable victory and right. be a part of Newcastle's history, you know? I hear you, but
1: I have... Just uh, not buying it, though. <laughs> just not feeling not it. in on this one. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I've, I think everybody um, agreed at, up to a certain point that Eddie Howe has been, um, you know, led the best Newcastle outfit that, you know, you have seen for about a decade. Um, and, you know, they've just been so consistent. And yeah. um, going into their fixture against Liverpool... They they had I think it was twelve clean sheets, you know the tightest defense in the league, um, you know like only club yet to um, see defeat at home in the league. You know there are so many positives, and um, yeah, as you said, there was a, it was a nightmare um, situation for for Nick Pope, um, but <clears throat> you know that was I was after yeah, yeah that was after they had gone two 0 down, you thought it was gonna get ugly. Well I knew I. I wondered, but yeah. the the ship was steady, you know. So no, it it was.
0: I, I just feel like you know, look. N- uh, there's no doubt about it. Newcastle are going to be psyched for this game, playing mm. in the cup final. Eddie Howe will no doubt uh, motivate them and spur them on. But we're talking about Pope being being a huge miss uh, for sure.
1: Uh, but the, brof- the defense is still there, you know. Like
0: <laughs> no, I, I understand it, but here's my question. As it as the defense, are you still as confident
1: as you were before? Like, do you, how much of a ten men Liverpool still had e- efforts that were that were like but, sh- uh, knocked onto the bar? You know, no, maximum. But Carrus like is behind you. You
0: know, it's like, does that, you know, like does, like does that give you confidence, or can you, like, do you do you trust him enough? Um, are you, you know, these are
1: questions that they will. Look with the ball at his feet. We haven't. I don't know when. Yeah, as you said, I don't know when last I I watched him the play. Yeah, and, yeah but
0: and, and look, okay. Apart from the the goalkeeping issue that Newcastle mm. have, it's how do they, how did they match the midfield of with Casemiro coming back? He's probably yeah. going to play next to Sabitsa. Yeah, uh, it's going to be difficult. Yeah, I I, I hear you. I, I see you, United bossing the, the middle of the park.
1: Here, here's, but against the Newcastle like power midfield. You know, like look at. All of them, Joe Linton, yeah. um, you know, like they've Bruno Game Bruno you know, there's some, some power midfield, good opposition. I think it's going to be a good game. I don't think it's going to be a walkover by any um, stretch of the imagination. I know what you're saying in Carries, but yeah. here's what I'm saying. Look, at, at, um, throughout the season, Newcastle have only um, let in, on average, 10.7 shots per game. That yeah. puts them in the top five from all top right clubs. You know, so um, they don't they don't concede. They don't con- for one they don't concede many shots, but two they don't concede many goals either. So um, that's something that's going to play a factor. You know, because of this. there's eleven players on the pitch. You know, for in theory for for the ball to get to Caris, it needs to go through ten players, and those yeah. ten players haven't changed. And you know, Caris, he is a professional. He has played in the Champions League final. You know, he he has got some experience, you know, in, in European football. Um, so that that's why I'm saying I don't think – and it's cup football as well. You don't – like, I think they're going to be ready, and it's the same 10, you know, it's a consistent – it's a consistent bunch yeah. of, of new cars. At least seven, we can guarantee. Look, I'll be there. happy
0: for and No doubt, like, he'll have my support, mm. for sure. I just... He can't put a holler. Let's... I don't you don't, don't say that, <laughs> you dude. Don't, you don't say that. <laughs> like, he just... I, yeah. think,
1: I think his approach, you know, it, I'm sure Eddie, like, they would all, like, reassure him. And, you know, they, they, he is part of the team. Um, and this is, could be his moment. You know, what if he pulls? You know, you have mentioned Rashford's confidence. But what if he pulls a world well there for save in the opening stages? You know, what confidence would, it, would that then give his 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 team going forward? Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, yeah, let's, sounds like let's, you
0: are backing Newcastle. Look,
1: are you gonna are um, you gonna back
0: Newcastle at fifty one to twenty?
1: This is what I'm saying. I think <laughs> it's going to go the wire. I don't think this game finishes okay. in the ninety minutes. So
0: the draw uh, forty nine to twenty.
1: Yeah, that's that's probably what I'm leaning to. I think it's, it's anybody's cup.
0: Come on. Hey? To yeah. lift cup, who would you who like who's lifting the cup? Just pick Oof. pick a side. Yeah, I think United, eh? United.
1: But a factor, remember this is being recorded before the trip uh before the United Barcelona. play play Barcelona. Yeah. You know the it's gonna be a high intensity game. Yeah. You don't know how that's gonna affect. Are they going to be any injuries? I believe at, it's like eight fixtures in February for or, or it's something crazy. Yeah. But the you know there has been very minimal uh, rest time for the United squad. Again, that that is definitely going to play a factor. Yeah. You know, um, is he fielding a weaker opposition against Barcelona? Is he fielding their strongest eleven? How will that correlate? You know. One, one, one man that is consistent and just seems to drop 90s after 90s in the United Outfit is Bruno, Bruno, Fernandes. Oh, Bruno Fernandes. Yeah. Okay. So Fernandes, he I don't know about 90s. He does play a lot, but I don't yeah. I think he, he might just come off, you know. The, and, and Bruno's a big game player. But Bruno gets like every, a lot of the attack goes through him. Yeah. You know, like he's linked in a the lot of one-twos. The
0: same could be said about Newcastle's Bruno as well.
1: That's that's actually yeah. He, that, it's the battle some, of the Brunos. Yeah, you <laughs> could be right. You know, and funny enough, Chad in in at Old Trafford, I think it was Bruno Gamares who won the battle between yeah. the Brunos. Eh, I think um, from from what because that was a very interesting game, you know, um, and and I think that Newcastle Outford was better on the day. I'm not sure what the result was. Um, yeah. I believe it was a draw, but I, I could be. I could be mistaken, but yeah. from, from, I think Bruno Gamarazzi, he, he had his number and I wonder um, if he'll be, you know, if Eddie Howe can fire him up because yeah. on his day, no, he's I think a, he can single handedly yeah. single handedly, he, win. Quality, the game, he's you know, a quality you know, Without getting on the score sheet or even providing an assist, you know, he just the killer passes are on the game, the work rates, you know, the link-up play, I, I think, and he can, he can chill the ball. I think, I think Casemiro might be in charge of shutting him down actually.
0: Yeah. Well, it's, it, it has the makings of a fantastic game. That's for mm. sure. Lots yeah. of football to in, to look forward to this weekend. Um, and it
1: ends with such a bang. If in it a, goes to, yeah, if it goes to over oh, the 90, it, I think Newcastle. Newcastle yeah, I think okay. Newcastle. I know I said United. you changing. <laughs> I'm just thinking because of the fatigue. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like at that look, stage of the game.
0: I, I must say, Newcastle, are, uh, they, are like, they work really hard for anyhow. Exactly. and they look tireless that's yeah, they, the other thing they, they do look tireless and they high energy they you know they they bring that you know that 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 fast paced uh, football but you know just think man united at the moment they look so good you have to even say that they are in a title race If manchester city mm-hmm. are in a title race they are in a title race uh, most definitely and i think uh marcus rashford has been insanely good, and I think that Manchester United, um, they haven't uh, picked up a trophy for a couple of seasons now. And I think they definitely get their hands on this one. Mm. I think Tin Hag, the the era, the Man United, the Ten Hag era at Man United begins. looks very good, and yeah. I think it begins with success on Sunday.
1: Oh, hope yeah. I'm wrong yeah. because I'd <laughs>
0: like to see Newcastle. Do something, but yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I just, I can see it going either way. I know I've, I've picked both United and Newcastle yeah. to win. And you picked a draw. <laughs> and a draw. so, yeah, like this is where you're, yeah. where you're yeah. at sitting on yeah. this one. gosh. It's, it, I can, I generally, I can just see it going, yeah, anywhere. But for me, I think first yeah. and foremost, you're going for a draw at the 90 to go to extra time. No, that,
0: yeah, it's going to be good. But Desh, let's not, um, Leave without giving our listeners an opportunity to get themselves a uh, 500 betting voucher, courtesy of Hollywood Bets. Please tell us. I'm going back to the Premier League with this one. Please tell us your thoughts. Should Liverpool part ways with Jurgen Klopp? Uh, that's what we would like to know from you. Uh, we've spoken a lot about Liverpool and and uh, and Jurgen Klopp. And is it time to uh, is is the marriage over? Uh, let us know. And if your comment impresses our panel of judges and hits the target, we will credit your account with a 500 Rand betting voucher. All you have to do is tell us should Liverpool part ways with Jurgen Klopp and give us a reason for your answer. And um, yeah, and you could get yourself a, a betting voucher from Hollywood Bets. Uh, that's all we have it for this week. Uh, it's been really good, uh, Desh, talking. Uh, a lot about um, the issues at likes of Liverpool, Chelsea, um, what's uh, go- going right at Manchester United. Um, mm. You know, just Everton, uh, your club as well, we touched on. The, the, there was so much. And I think that uh, we're in for a real treat this weekend. Uh, until next time. Cheers. Cheers.